0: Welcome to the 859 Insider podcast. I'm your co-host and co-founder Noah Ziegler alongside my good friend and co-host and co-founder Adam Conrady. Adam, how you doing? Football is I mean we're, we're, we're almost at the trifecta of football being back with NFL college and high school, but we're we're almost there. Uh, NFL kicks off tonight actually as we're, as we're recording on Thursday. Uh, but how are you doing? it's it's almost we're almost got everything back in the swing of things.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. As you said, NFL is kicking off tonight. We're recording this right before the Bills-Rams game. And also uh, there's a high school game tonight, Newcastle versus walton Verona as well. So we got it all going on. All the football is back. We're three weeks into the high school season, so we're really starting to see uh, how these teams are taking shape and how uh, they are, are dealing with losses and dealing with wins. And, you know, we're just starting to see – What's going on and having a better picture of what's going on this season?
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy to think we're only just a couple of games away from the midway point, uh, that five game mark. Um, but uh, without the bye week, of course, but it, it's it's crazy because I feel like the season's already gone by really quickly. Um, and I, you know, I. I, I i'm located in northern virginia so you know dc virginia kentucky ohio they it, like everybody starts differently so you know it's always like a week by week thing so it kind of catches me off guard a little bit um because i think i mean schools up here started later than kentucky so it's like why well, you know it's hard to it's hard to keep track of both but um definitely uh i mean definitely awesome that we're about to get so much football back but uh we're gonna recap Last Friday's scores or last weekend's scores, I should say. Before we talk about some games and the, uh, this upcoming weekend and some of the stat leaders uh, across the A five nine, to start off, uh, Adam, uh, a tale of two halves that we as we were just talking about before uh, we reported: Dixie twenty nine, Connor fourteen. Uh, just what happened there? I mean, the Cougars, it, the Cougars came out, then took the lead and couldn't really do anything in the second half
1: yeah uh 29 unanswered points uh for the colonels in the second half after Con- Connor went up 14-0 in the first half so not great not great for the colonels or uh, for uh Connor but a very very big win for Dixie uh good for them Armani Gregg continues to just absolutely tear it up tearing it up on the ground he's ran for 422 yards through three games this year alongside their running back who's also ran for 305 yards uh this year they were both over 100 yards on the night so they're just they're just running the ball and uh i guess it took till the second half to get the running game going and when it got going it they could not stop it
0: mm-hmm. it was a gritty win for dixie just a good way to uh, bounce back in that second half but speaking of gritty wins ryle 13 cooper 10 i uh, i mean it just let me get this out of the way the uniforms they had for that game both teams i loved it um But that's a big win for Ryle to uh, move to two and one and Logan V-Racks with just a clinical night. And obviously uh, a kicker coming in clutch, going two of three in the game. But it's it's what got done. Uh, Cooper falling to one and two. We were we were really, really high on Cooper heading into the season. Um, They they have or they fall into a losing record through three weeks. But they have a very uh, a, a winnable game against Campbell County coming up. Uh, that, I mean, that I don't again. I don't want to say must win, and I, I guarantee you, if we ask Coach Borchers that, he would not call it a must win. But uh, when you look at a uh, Cub Cath on the other side of that Campbell County game, you see, you know, this would be a great way, a great week for Cooper to kind of get everything right, play your game, get their game plan in, uh, and kind of do that. But we're going to talk about obviously the games, uh, obviously the games in a second, but. Adam, what you see with uh, Ryle's win? And uh, again, just, um, I mean, a low scoring affair, but Raiders get it done at home.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Ryle uh, quietly is looking like one of the better teams in the region this year, uh, as they usually do. Uh, Logan b racks coming into his uh, third year as uh, starting quarterback. He's really starting to come into his own. He's. Uh, Thrown for uh, second-best in Northern Kentucky, 559 yards already this season, Uh, 47 of 77. So he needs to work on the accuracy a little bit, but it's really starting to come together. Back-to-back wins for the Raiders over Connor and Cooper, two big wins. Up next week, they have Davies County, which is going to be a tough 6A opponent, I believe. And then after that, on the other side, they have Highlands at home. So a couple of big games coming up for the Raiders. If they can keep it rolling, uh, get a nice little winning Streak going after a tough away loss to Lexington Catholic to start the season.
0: Well, speaking of rolling, uh, I've used the speaking of or whatnot transition twice now. But speaking of rolling, uh, Highlands rolled on to a pretty uh, commanding win over Camel County, 44 to 13. Um, Bertie Benke going 22 of 31 for 290 yards. uh, Had a touchdown pass as well. Uh, Charlie Noon. (laughs) I I, I always remember when Charlie... I just kind of laugh whenever I see Charlie Noon as a wide receiver stat because I I, I cannot, I don't know. I would just it's always going to be ingrained that he's their quarterback. It still hasn't clicked that he's probably a season or a full season at this point removed from being their quarterback. But Charlie Noon, 122 yards catching, one touchdown reception. Um, a big win for the Bluebirds. They get their first win of the year. Um again, it's just a huge one for them to uh get after dropping a close one to simon kenton the week prior uh dayton speaking of winning teams that's three times now uh 42 to 14 over western hills big win for the green devils uh you know that's that's exciting for them uh it's just and this this score upcoming scoreline just is it kills me because uh it's it's reminiscent of the uh, Iowa South Dakota state scoreline, but not as not as not bad, that bad as happened. not, not that as bad, bad. No way. not as bad.
1: There was a touchdown in this
0: game. Yeah, yeah, at least well, yeah, exactly. There's two, so may- maybe I should just edit that out. But anyways, um, <laughs> uh, CuffCast seven, Lexington Catholic six. I mean, we thought it was going to be a little bit more prolific than that, but either way, Tyler Rennicamp getting the touchdown for the uh, for cuffcath and. I mean, for Lexcath, Jackson Wasek had it, but uh, the PAT, no good. And if you watch the North Carolina state versus ECU game, you wouldn't, you'd know that uh PATs matter. And um, it did in this one. That was a difference big win for the colonels to go on the road. That is a huge road win for coach Eddie Evason's team. Um, Adam, some thoughts on that. I think that's a, again, it's, I I, I, I think that's a great win just for them to be like, Oh, we, we, Grinded that out. Like I feel like Everson's gonna just be very happy that they grinded out that win, no matter how ugly it was. Which, no offense, it's an ugly win, but wins a win.
1: Yeah, as you said, a win is a win. It doesn't matter how you get it. Seven to six, a win is a win. Uh, Now, Cubcast on a two-game winning streak going into a big, a big game at Dixie this week, and it looks like they should win that one. So they should be uh three and one going into that game versus Beachwood, which on September 16th, which is an absolutely massive matchup this year.
0: Oh yeah, it's gonna be really exciting this year just to see all those teams play because I mean it is it's it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close. Um and it's gonna be I mean again it's always interesting because I mean, it's Cath. no matter how high, no matter how low their expectations are per every year or how many players are. Sorry, but yeah, a better way to put that is no matter how many players graduate the year before, they're always going to reload. And every year when you see new faces, um, it's it, you always are interested, interested because, you know, CuffCath is always going to give um, get I mean, give a lot of teams trouble uh, moving on Walton Verona escaping with a 21 14 win over Grant County. Uh, Grant County took the uh, lead going into halftime. Again, Walton Verona shut out um, at, at for the first half, but uh, they scored quickly in the third quarter. And then uh, it, Grant County regained the lead going up 14 to seven before Walton tied it back up. And then with, uh, I mean, the first play of the game, uh, first play of the fourth quarter, uh walton verona took a 21 14 lead and it didn't look back had the bearcats undefeated uh a, a big win for them as for grant county they fall to zero and three uh it's just a, a disappointing loss for them but to, uh, walton verona is not bad this year They're they're a pretty good team and to hang with them is a good sign that uh they'll eventually get over the hump uh, a, a big game from last week also was Holmes uh against Boone County. The Bulldogs took an 18 to 8 victory. Uh just that was a I, we knew that was going to be a close game, uh a 10 point win for Holmes uh to move to 2 and 1. Uh a, again, a close game. Uh Curtis Hill ran for 184 yards and two touchdowns. Just a, a big day for him. Uh it ends Boone County's 2 and 0 start, brings them to 2 and 1. So uh a disappointing loss for the rebels but Holmes a, a solid team so uh Adam any any thoughts on that I, again i thought that was a a well earned victory and that was it was one of the games i really was interested in last week cuz very again two very similar teams there
1: yeah that was a big win for the bulldogs uh um moving to 2 and 1 on the season going into the Newport game this weekend the big rivalry game uh after they beat Grant County 68 to 12 in week 1 we thought you know, they could be a solid team this year. Then that disappointing 19-6 to loss at Newcastle, uh set our expectations back. But, I mean, Boone County was 2-0, as you said, going into this game, beating an undefeated Boone County team. It, it's an impressive win. And if they can get to 3-1, and then they have Newport after. I mean, maybe they can make some noise in 4A this year. Let's see what the Bulldogs can do.
0: Next up, Newcap. Uh, beat roger bacon from ohio 17 to 9 Uh colton smith quarterback had a, just a, a clinical game 11 of 12 135 yards and one touchdown demetric welch getting nearly 200 yards he had a buck 87 on 22 carries no scores though luke runyon did find the end zone though uh, both on the ground and through the air he had 71 yards uh receiving as well a uh, big win for Newcath. Uh, they moved to two and one before the big game tonight against Walton Verona. Um, just a, a a good way to uh, go across the river and snatch a victory from Roger Bacon. Um, Providence, Indiana. Uh, again, I, I I hate to say this, but Lloyd falling in heartbreaking fashion. Again, they lost to Providence out of Indiana. 22 to 21. Uh, another close loss for the juggernauts. But I, I hate I just, to say I, I, yeah. it, it, it's 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 it's. It stinks because it's like you want to say, oh, you know, they're they're close and they're hanging with these good teams. But, of course, you never want to say, oh, you almost won. You you want to say you won. So uh, I'm excited once Lloyd, they're going to get it. I think they're going to be a uh, very tough team to beat, especially when they play some of these. Uh, some of the teams they play coming up are definitely uh, primed, like prime to be uh, pretty even matchups. Beachwood hammering Somerset. 47 nothing. they travel to face the Briar Jumpers, and they get it done. Um, of course, Somerset, famous for that miniature end zone they have on their field, which is always going to be sick. Uh, Cash Harney, Mr. Efficiency, 8 of 9, 192 yards. His, his only completion was an interception, but he had three touchdown passes. Mitchell Berger also getting it done. 13 carries for 160 yards and a trio of touchdowns. And also five touchdowns, or excuse me, five total touchdowns. Two of them were caught. Just Beach was really good again. It's, it's a yeah. Story story of their life. Story of their life. Beach was good. Move, don't need to pay any other attention. Uh, and wrapping things up, Newport 31, Pendleton County 16. Uh, a, a, hey, another win for the uh, Wildcats. Uh Ever since their big loss to Mason County uh to, to, to open the season, 7-0 win over Brossert, and then a 31-16 win over Pendles County Wildcats, and they face home. So that'll be an interesting test for uh Newport. Um, there were some other scores I definitely missed. Brossert defeated Bellevue uh 52 to nothing. That was on a Thursday night.
1: Simon Kenton fell on Saturday to southwestern 34 to 19. Right, so that, Simon Kenton fell to a two and one, their first loss of the season, and they travel to Beachwood this week. Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's going to be a big one for uh, Simon Kenton. Chase Crone, six of eleven for sixty nine yards and a touchdown. Caleb Blyer adding one hundred fifty yards on the ground, uh, but just couldn't get it done. Uh, Southwestern, a big win for them. Uh, they moved to three and zero. So they're, I mean, they they had a commanding win over Simon Kenton last year, but of course that was the Pioneer home opener. So. Uh, of course, they would have uh, wanted to get started on the right foot. Uh, but, you know, so after week three, we have some uh, big stat leaders, Adam. So on the offensive side of the ball, who's looking really good uh, so far in the eight, 5 9
1: uh, So the leader in passing yards in Northern Kentucky is Brody Banky from Highlands with 561, followed by Logan Virax from Ryle with 559. Then Nathan Smith from Campbell County with 460 Cash Harney 423 yards from Beechwood uh, Colton Smith from Newcath with 416 Evan Pitzer from Covcath with 413 uh, for passing touchdowns Cash Harney is uh, alone on top with six Chase Crone and Desani Lane both have five Brody Banky from Highlands has four uh Rushing yards, Landon Hopper from Dayton continues uh, to be number one with 662 yards through three games, averaging over 220 yards per game through three games this year. He's playing NCAA 14. Yes, he is. Followed not too far behind is Mitchell Berger from Beachwood with 531 yards on 52 attempts. Both of them are just putting up some ridiculous video game numbers this year. Uh, oh, yeah. Betty Hill from Scott with 472. Curtis Hill from Holmes with 470. Armani Gregg, uh, Dixie quarterback with 422. Uh, Eli White from Cooper with 390. Caleb Hinkle from Dixie and Jackson Rice with from Ludlow with 305 yards each. Uh, rushing touchdown leaders. Also Landon Hopper is in the lead with that one with 10 already this year. And then Mitchell Berger right behind him with nine rushing touchdowns this year, Uh, followed by Curtis Hill from Holmes with six and Nathan Smith from Campbell County with five. Uh, Our receiving yards leaders in Northern Kentucky is uh, Caden Gardner remains on top with 289 yards on 22 receptions from Ryle. He's uh, 50 yards ahead of the second place. uh, Charlie Noon with 234 yards on 18 catches from Highlands. Uh, our third 200-yard receivers for three games this year is Chase Williams from Simon Kenton with 207 yards on 13 receptions. Uh, Luke Runyon from Newcath has 172. Caleb Dion uh, from Grant County has 168. Isaiah Johnson from Cooper with 155. And Landon Lawrence from Ryle with 153. Uh, receiving touchdown leaders, we have a three-way tie for first. Caden Gardner from Ryle, Diff- Dylan Giffen from Scott, and Chase Williams from Simon Kenton all have three touchdowns apiece. And that's our stats update for the week. Uh, there were all, we were also missing uh stats this week from Boone County for their week three game and Newport from their weeks one and three game. And we get all the stats off the KHSA website and digital scout as well.
0: Uh, as we said earlier, NCC taking on Walton Verona tonight that is Thursday. Uh, that is in Walton, so that'll be a, that's a big game, honestly, to evenly match teams. Uh, a chance for either one to make a statement. Uh, NCC two and one, but one Verona three and oh, so they're going to look to stay undefeated and NCC is going to look to just go, go to three and one. That'd be a, again, I, I just can't, can't put it any way other than that's just a big game for both teams. Uh, Dayton, they play in the Robbie Wiseman Memorial classic against Estill County. Uh, and then we, we talked about this again earlier, Simon Kenton going to Fort Mitchell to play Beachwood. Um, that's just, again, a, a big game. Um, uh, but a big chance for them to bounce back, especially if they spoil Beachwood's undefeated season. But obviously we've we've talked about it. Beachwood, I, I, Beachwood is uh, the, I think, undisputed number one team in the region so far. But this is this is a very big test for them, Adam. What do you think Beachwood's going to have to do in order to uh, escape tomorrow with a win?
1: Uh, Beachwood, I mean, they just got to keep doing what they're doing on defense. They've only given up seven points through three games this year. It's... Uh, doing picking up right where they left off last year where they averaged less than six points per game on defense I mean if you can stop the run game from Highlands stop their running back duo and chase prone uh you can you can uh really set the tone in this game early
0: Cooper plays Campbell County I think that's just a big uh a big opportunity for the Jaguars to uh Kind of steady the ship a little bit. Campbell County also looking to uh, bounce back from a couple of big, uh, big losses. Scott travels to Hebron to play Connor, uh, and Covington Catholic plays Dixie Heights. That's that's a big game. I think that's going to be, uh, I think that's going to be a tight matchup. Especially it's at Dixie Heights. Uh, you know the fans are going to be, you know, you know that stadium is going to be packed. Uh, but that's a that's a big chance for Cath, Evan Pittscher to kind of handle in a way environment handle a hostile environment uh and potentially leave with the win but that's also an opportunity for dixie to kind of stake their claim to kind of you know get a big win for them adam what do you what do you think about this one
1: uh yeah this is always a fun matchup dixie versus cubcath big rivalry game uh dixie coming in at two and one Cubcaf coming up in at two and one as well uh Dixie with that big comeback win over uh, Connor this past uh, week. So they're coming in on a lot of momentum. Uh, But this is a tough part uh, part of the schedule for Dixie coming up. They have uh, a Covecath at home, followed by at Highlands, at Beachwood, then versus Simon Kenton, and then at Ryle. So this is when it really gets tough for Dixie's schedule. So this is going to be a big test of uh, which direction Dixie's going to be heading this year.
0: Next up, undefeated Raceland comes up to Northern Kentucky to play Highlands. Uh, That's going to be a tough game for the Bluebirds, but um, it'll it'll be interesting to see if Highlands can knock them off. Uh, Newport playing Holmes, again, just a a, a good test for both teams. Holmes expected to win that game, but Newport is rattled off a couple of wins, so you can never write them off. Uh, Bishop Rossert playing Holy Cross. That could be another even game as well. Boone County takes on Lloyd Memorial again. That's going to be a close game. Uh, it's going to be uh, one of the again one of those games where you, you kind of mentioned before, or uh, just kind of where we are at in the season. We're starting to see what these teams are made of, and this this Boone County Lloyd game That's definitely going to be a, a great barometer for both teams. Bellevue plays McGoffin County. Uh, the Tigers looking for their first win in the season. Gallatin County goes across the river. They will face Miami Valley Christian Academy out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Ludlow takes on Paris uh, in Kentucky, not France. Henry County takes on Pendleton County. Davies County, as we mentioned earlier, takes on Ryle. Uh, Davies County coming in at 2-1. and one. Their only loss coming to Owensboro. So, uh, again, a good matchup for the Raiders. So, a lot of good matchups this week uh, in the 8-5-9. Definitely a lot, of, a lot of games that are expected to be close and a lot of games that are just going to tell us where everyone is at. That'll do it for this episode of the 859 Insider Podcast. For Adam Conradi, I'm Owen Ziegler, and we'll see you next time.